It's time to mind your business with Jamila Lodge and Shelly Thunder. Brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. Yeah, it sure does. We had a little trouble getting it started just now, Jamila, but we got it started, got right? It started. Thank you. We <laughs> sure did. That's the important thing. And, uh, you know, we just had a little bit of trouble getting our guest on the line, who I have got a big grin on my face because I love this girl like life. Sienna! Thank you. Sienna Barton, I, I said earlier when I introduced that you were coming up that I watched her grow up and now Aww. here she is a business owner. Yes. And, you know, we just love you so much. And, uh, Jamila, should we do the honor? Yes, I, I'm excited. Happy birthday to, to you. Yeah, you're happy birthday to you. you. Little Frank Sinatra. Happy, happy birthday, birthday Sienna. Happy birthday to you. Your staff called us, darling. Thank you so, so, so much. So they all get a raise, right? Because they, <laughs> no, just kidding. Good to have you on, darling. And we're, we're Jamila's going to say why we have you on yes. and um, yeah we're going to hear all about um, uh, you know JAG athletics so yeah. welcome to the show um, Sienna and I of course we, we like to have you and all of our other incubator participants on the show it's an opportunity to introduce yourselves to our listeners uh, as well as to promote your business and what you have going on and to talk about the program a little bit so Absolutely. that's what we're going to do today and before we get started, if you could just share with the people, besides the fact that today's your birthday, <laughs> tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my name is Fiona Barton. I'm known on island as Coach C. I've spent over a decade growing the sport of jump rope on island through the Bermuda Heart Foundation's Jump to Be Fit program and then through the Bermuda Jump Rope Federation. Through the sport of jump rope, uh, we sort of expanded into other disciplines within the acrobatics field. So tumbling and gymnastics and jump rope just sort of evolved on island. And so when COVID hit (laughs) and jump to be fit got basically done, it got shut down, we had to pivot. You have to get back up and pick yourself back up. And um, we formed JAG, Jump Rope, Acrobatics, and Gymnastics, JAG Athletics. And what we do is we have gone out of the schools and we are now more of a recreational program that offers kids a possibility to learn jump rope recreationally, acrobatics. So if kids are not interested in the full sport of gymnastics, they don't want to do beam or bars. They just want to learn how to tumble and they want to learn how to flip and jump off things and flip. Uh, We teach kids how to do that properly and safely and adults teach kids and adults. Got a little parkour going there. I know. That's that's exactly it. Parkour is one of the elements that will definitely benefit from our training. Uh And and then we do have formal gymnastics uh, for private tutoring because we don't have a full facility yet. Um, But yeah, so we just, we found that, that there was a space on island for the need of acrobatics and jump rope training that is just an alternative fitness activity mm-hmm. for kids and adults to just be active. You just want to give the island as many different opportunities and possibilities to find something that can keep people's interest in having an active lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, when I think of, of jump rope and uh, gymnastics, I think of, of people who 
are, have specific training to do these things, right? Like, I don't think or envision that I could actually do these things. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about how, who, who's doing this? First of all, who, who is attracted to what it is that you're offering and how you kind of introduce this type of sport to people like me who are like, what, what do you mean? I, you know, I have no experience doing these things. So how could I ever do them? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So introducing new sports and new activities, especially as we get older in life, is is sometimes a challenge for individuals, which is why I think it's so important to maintain a fun element in everything that we do mm-hmm. um, and to ask people to just have an open mind. So a lot of the ways we get, well, we are planning to, when COVID lets up, mm-hmm. um, to get to people who are a bit older is going through team bonding mm-hmm. um, and lunch and learn possibilities through wellness initiatives with companies. So companies looking to give their staff an active uh, an active uh, event where they can team bond and they can focus on uh, their health. That's something that we can come to you and bring our equipment and we can have a lot of fun. But also for our sessions, once COVID does lift and we are outside at the tennis stadium, we encourage adults to just keep an open mind. Uh, We are personally trained and are effective coaches. So we know that we are working with bad backs. Bad, yeah, bad knees, bad knees, <laughs> ankles, bad elbows. Yes, <laughs> all of that. My sciatica. <laughs> we, we know it. We've heard it all, and there are elements to every class that is structured for the target audience of that class. Okay. So if we have an adult acro. I'm not asking everybody to do 45 second handstand holds as a warm up. That's for the youth. That's not us. You know, we are stretching at the beginning. We're doing more um, easy calisthenics and things that might be outside of your box and Mm -hmm. outside of your mindset, but it's going to be fun. And the biggest thing that we offer is an open-minded, fun alternative for fitness for people. Exactly. And you had recreation in there, you know, when you have recreation in the title. That, that, you know, like Jamila and I are both sitting here saying, yeah, we're going to be doing cartwheels again in our lives. Not likely. But no, there are ways you can still you can do a somersault at our age. It's just rolling over on the ground type thing. And she teaches you to do it safely. (laughs) Terry, do you know what's so fun is during our pop up sessions that we had in the early summer, Uh um, we had just anybody come and see what we're about. We invited from young to old. And we did have a good amount of older participants. And we had this one um, young lady. uh, She did share her age of 64 with me. And she literally went off the trampoline and somersaulted over the vault. And I know that sounds extreme, but this was after a couple of passes of leading up to different things. And she laughed her way off of it. Nothing was hurt. She had a great time. And um, that's, again, I'm just asking people to have an open mind. I'm not asking you to come and put this into your rope, um, into your workout regimen, and I want you to compete in jump rope. Right, or, right. Yeah, yeah none of us are trying go. out for the world championships yeah. anytime <laughs> soon. Nobody cares. <laughs> want to be able to walk away from it uh, right. with hopefully a smile on their face and them feeling better physically and mentally from just 
putting themselves through something new mm-hmm. and coming out the other side better for it. Yeah. So I always say, like, I'll try anything once, sure. you know, as long as it's legal. Yeah. So I, I think it's an opportunity because, like you said, you know, most of us, as we get older, we know we have to work out just to sure. try and fit in the same clothes that we bought, you know, last year. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Um, yeah. So so being able to switch it up, I think, is uh, it's appealing, right? Because sure. you're like, no, I'm, I don't want to run. I don't want to, you know. It's, sure. It's all, it all sounds too much like exercise, but what you're describing sounds fun. So Yes, and that's exactly it. You, um, ladies, do you know how many times I have been stopped on this island by not kids, but women of 30, 40, 50, 60, and, oh, you're the jump rope lady? Um, <laughs> back in the day, we used to double dutch all the time. After school, you would just see women in the streets, and we used to be bad with it. Okay, cool. You want to come out? I do a double jump. Oh, no, girl. No, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> all I want are the same women that have the energy to stop me yeah. and ask me about it. I just want them to have the same energy to put the foot out the door to come to come a and jump try it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Try. yeah. And if you if you can't jump, what's really fun is um, I don't know if people on the island are really focusing, but I guess because it's in my sphere. Mm-hmm. But in the U.S., double dutch is lifting off as an exercise for women. Um, again, it is blowing back up okay. along the east coast um uh double dutch groups like there is this really popular group called 40 and up double dutch group and they don't allow women in their 30s to join they're very <laughs> oh wow okay and because of that like another group has started like 30s and up and they go to town and they all just have fun they show up they're all like they have their ages on their tank tops on the back of them and they wear them with pride hey now and if you don't want to jump or your knees aren't feeling it. Do you guys know what a workout turn in double dutch Turning. Is? Your, yeah. That's upper body workout, honey, for sure. that wants to get rid of that little arm back bat that you have or like those yep, shoulders yep. you want to work Hate on. Hate it. The flags I that are under your arms. In your hand, yeah. mm-hmm. And you won't like me after 40 minutes if we're doing a real workout, but we can do it fun. We <laughs> can have it do it for fun. But it is a workout. Like mm-hmm. there are so many different ways for people to be physical without the preset mindset that they have. Mm -hmm. Um, So again, my biggest call to action is for people to keep an open mind when thinking about alternative recreational fun fitness. And -hmm. now it's it's no better time than any because all this COVID weight that people carrying around, you know how you used to complain that you have baby weight 10 years later? Well, 19 is not just the title. It it sure isn't. Nope. It, isn't. <laughs> it is not. And it so not. I, I definitely think that it's an opportunity for you um, and Caitlin, your partner, who uh, can can introduce jump rope and gymnastics in a fun way to all ages um, to, to get them active again. Like sure. even with the children, because with remote learning, my daughter, I took her to the doctor the other day or my, her, her grannies did. And I went, they told me how much she weighed. I said, how? When that happened, yeah. But it's from you don't you're not active as much when you're at much. home, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm, I don't have time to go outside and run around the block with you. I still have work to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jamila, can I tell you, ten yeah. minutes of jumping rope is the equivalent of thirty minutes of running. Yes. Really, it absolutely it is. is. Yes, ma'am. And there are a lot of different ways you can jump rope for ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many different ways. And if you just come to one of our drag sessions when we get started again, um, there are so many things that we can 
and part with you in just one session that you can take away and put into your own um, put into your own workouts mm-hmm. at home. Mm-hmm. There is a young man that I work with, and I love saying these young. His name is Roy, and before COVID stopped us again, this young man is 67 years old, and I had a standing private session with him um, doing jump rope. Wow. And he's 67, so we are not doing anything crazy, but he called me up and he says, I'm an old man and I want to learn how to jump. <laughs> yeah. And that was, it, it made me laugh so hard, and I was like, okay, we can do this. Mm-hmm. And he made me laugh so hard with every session because his catchphrase was, wow, wow, that's amazing. Uh-huh. <laughs> because he was so amazed at, you know, me just showing him small steps and small right. moves. And jump rope never gets boring. You know, people you are thinking, switch it up. oh, mm. there are so many different small things that you can do and skills that you can do that make it continually challenging and fun. Uh-huh. Um, and so this 67-year-old man, and we went for months. And every single time, you know, he got a turn, he got a side swing, he got a backwards jump. And wow, this is amazing. <laughs> and, he just, he, and to me... His amazement made me just so much happier because now he's, hey, Sianna, I need another rope. I want to give this to my cousin and we're practicing. And to me, this is a now a more active Bermudian man. That's right. Taking care of himself That's right. in, in an activity that he would have never done. He doesn't like running. He wanted to find a way to be active. And now he jumps rope. Yeah, and that's awesome. He said he's 67, and he's like, I've never been able to do this in my life. And now so, he's doing it. And now, he, and now he's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, so, I just want to put that out there so people remember that because I find possible. I love comedians. I love comedians, but we all know we close-minded. We um, can be. We're so just worried so about embarrassing be, ourselves. I was just going to say that. Or breaking or hurting something. Yeah, those are yeah. our real worries. Real worries but, sometimes, but culturally, I think. Thing, I tell people all the time is who cares? Like life is fun and embarrassing. And exactly. Everybody exactly. looks silly doing jump rope. Yes. Yeah. You got to get over yourself for over a decade. And I laugh at myself constantly trying to figure a friend of mine just came in who um, is going to be helping us with uh, our season of jump rope to get it kicked off. Mm-hmm. And she's, and she, teaches me a lot of things and I just look at her and I'm like yeah okay so how'd you do that like <laughs> I, uh, I can't do that uh, so then I spend the next couple of hours looking like an idiot trying and and then life. you get it and so yeah. the passion that you feel it's infectious I think people can feel it right sure. um and so how did you decide that you were going to start a business doing this? Like, I wouldn't have thought that as you were growing up and going to school, you were like, oh, yeah, I'm going to start a business jumping rope, doing that thing that I love. Like, what was that no, process ma'am. like? Uh, no, 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 I did not start out um, loving jump rope, um, which I hope to change. Mm-hmm. I really hope to change that and have kids do that um, in future. Mm-hmm. But I grew up... Um, going to school and I got I have a double degree in marketing and public relations and so I um through my corporate career just found that corporate life really wasn't for me and then I spent a year teaching English in South Korea and um found that I really enjoyed working with kids and uh from there I traveled to Thailand to a Muay Thai fighting camp and they gave you an option in the afternoon. You could either jump rope 
for half an hour with a weighted rope where you could run through the mountains of Thailand. <laughs> Y'all, I am just splitted and hate running. So <laughs> jump rope it was. And that's how I how I physically got into the cardio fitness of jump rope. Okay. But when I came home, um, the Bermuda Heart Foundation had just launched in its first year the Jump to Be Fit program. And from what I liked to do, and I started to work there as their marketing director, I inherited the program Jump to Be Fit and fell in love. I was over there killing myself with a weighted rope in Thailand, just jumping Mm -hmm. and thinking, I'm loving life like I found my sport. I came back and saw that they added gymnastics and, like, skill elements to it. It was over. I Googled it. I YouTubed it. I found this amazing um, video highlighting kids from around the world, but from this one team. And I contacted this woman, the head coach of the team, and I said, Hi, my name is Sianna Barton. I'm in Bermuda. Uh, I love what you're doing. I need you to bring all of this down to Bermuda, and I need you to bring boys doing it as well so it can be a thing because it's girls. And right. You should yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. um, And so they did, and they brought down these flipping, and I do mean flipping, amazing jumpers from I remember when they the came Sianna. yeah they, yeah so they were here we had them for 8 years and we grew the workshop from 80 kids to over 1100 kids oh, that's awesome. in the span of those 8 years which just continued to show me that the demand for what this sport is and how easy it is to push on this island um, and it just it never stopped from there so within that time frame the jump to be fit program grew exponentially on an island and Mm -hmm. I knew that I needed to focus more on that than the the marketing of just the Heart Foundation. So I left the Heart Foundation and that was the step, Jamila, that's the step that went from a job to the entrepreneurial passion. Right. Um, Right. I left the Heart Foundation to start the Bermuda Jump Rope Federation, another charity to get the sport recognized on island. Um, That has been going well until COVID hit and yeah. we were in 14 schools and six preschools when COVID hit and that just stopped all of it because schools aren't in. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. And so when we got knocked down with that, it was the desire for all of those sports and activities that jump to be fit and jump rope holds was still there. The demand was still there and nobody on island, honestly, point blank, had the skill sets that I did to facilitate a program. Um, so instead of just jump rope, because I knew jump rope was very limiting in what we could supply, right? Um, the elements of the sport, the acrobatics and gymnastics, kids wanted to learn as well. Excuse my son in the no, background. Sorry. No problem. Um, and so we expanded. And so we just expanded what the sport of jump rope contains with jump rope, acrobatics, and gymnastics. Mm-hmm. And um, I looked to the BEDC. Poor sight. I looked, to, oh, sorry. I looked to the BEDC to help me with the possibility of forming the business more so than just a program. We right. Mm-hmm. Drive to really be a business that could hold roots in the community and grow. Right. And um, we've done, we did a phenomenal summer sessions. Our summer sessions and um, pop-up series to get to know us early, uh, late spring and early summer were phenomenal. And we had a great plan of launching last week. Yep. (laughs) Um, But we have pushed back and our business, unfortunately, 
very heavily ebbs and flows with the ongoings in the community. Mm-hmm, so if the community mm-hmm. is locked up or quarantined or socially distanced, then our it, business, unfortunately, has... Is impacted, yeah. I was going to ask what what was the uh, a challenge for you, but COVID in itself is, is an, a challenge COVID, for everyone, but COVID especially for monster. you. Mm. Yeah, COVID is one of my biggest monsters because... Uh, there's a couple of different factors. The group size is one. Yeah. We have to be, yeah, good enough to hear that. We have to be, um, we have to be outside or we, it's hard to have an indoor location and still trying to hold classes. But even outdoor, it's difficult. Um, and then also because of COVID and what we do, it's hard to do any of the fun stuff because we have to socially distance ourselves. Sure, right. Despite so you can't do any partner acrobatics or, you know, the fun double dutch or any of those skills. So for us, COVID is our biggest, our biggest monster. Yeah. We're, we're going to push back and keep trying. Um, and, you know, the biggest solution that people like to say, well, Zoom sessions, you know, right. trying to do virtual. Yeah. We tried. They are very difficult for what we do right to be coached virtually and keep engagement at a peak right sure right. Mm. so we are just um with the rest of the world biding our time and um just keeping on until we can really push ourselves on we have pushed our classes back to start on october 2nd okay with our clubs classes and we'll be outdoors we'll be at the tennis stadium in Bernard's park um, and we are going to just keep on chugging forward because that's mm-hmm. all we can do. We're always going to bounce back or jump back up. Jump back, right? Mm-hmm. Jump back up. Um, yeah, I, I can imagine that COVID is a challenge, especially for anyone who's in the sports-related field. Um, thankfully, you can do what you do outside. It lends itself very well to, to being outside. Um, yes. because in, you know, these times where they're like, no inside, you have to wear the mask if you're inside and all of that. I can imagine it, it would be a challenge. We, we have been very grateful, very grateful to, um, a big shout out to Tasha, um, who mans the tennis stadium over there at Bernard's Park in the Department of Youth and Sport. Um, they have been very accommodating. They have been very willing to work with us and share um, their accommodations because of, you know, what we're just trying to offer. We're just mm-hmm. trying to offer community activity mm-hmm. and trying to be safe about it. So them offering their location. So Department of Youth and Sport, we thank. We're very grateful for mm-hmm. and um, just trying to push forward. Awesome. Well, of course, like you, you mentioned, you are in the incubator and we are going yes. to do our but- best to assist Um, with what we can, um, because like you said, with regard to turning it from a charity or something that you just enjoy doing into a business, then of course you you have to start thinking like, what is it? What else can we do Mm -hmm. in the interim or in the downtime when we can't be with people, which is where we get the money, right? When people sign up and take the courses, if COVID is saying, no, you can't do that because there's an outbreak, then how do you continue to earn that revenue? And that's the question of the day, right? Mm -hmm. What what can we do? Yeah. Uh, in this space to be able to do that. So um, that's something that, you know, no no one has all the answers, but certainly there's 
tried and true things you you have to try right mm-hmm. because if this is something that you, you really do as much as you do, can yeah within the boundaries yeah. of what the guidelines are right now but Sienna, i don't know I, I mean mark my words on this you know that in tokyo this year um like trick skateboarding and stuff was an olympic sport mm-hmm. yes ma'am double dutch as a team sport you know there's worldwide competition that still goes on right Yes, ma'am. Yes, it does, Sherry. So here we have, um, you know, young people coming up, like you said, trying to figure out. They might not be, you know, a full-on gymnast right, or, or, or acrobat, but, um, you know, Double Dutch as a team sport for, for our young people to get involved with them. Um, you know, we, we, we kind of could, as much as we put into it, we could get out of it, I guess is what I'm saying. If so, we put the amount of effort into some of our alternative sports on island that we put into football, football so. cricket. Sure. If we just put, if we shared some of that love sure. that we give, that like, I mean, I would take 10%, I would take 5% of the football <laughs> budget, give me 5 Yeah, I, I know. Even, I would smile at Two percent. Yeah, I'm saying if the if the Department of Youth and Sport, if the government sat back and recognized how big of a slice of the pie that does not conform to traditional sports and how many youth they are missing out on creating active Mm -hmm. mindsets because they feel like they are not sportsmen and they are not active or athletes. If we reached out to the larger portion of youth that are being missed, I think we will definitely see double Dutch teams and more badminton teams and just more kids being active because they are encouraged Three kids together yeah. can do double dutch and, and trade that, off and stuff. Is so. that sort of what you want to do with Jag, uh, Sienna? Yes, ma'am. I'd like so to see it drive my, down that road. Mm-hmm. My my goal, um, ja- um, Bermuda does not have right now a recreational acrobatic space on island at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I would like Jag to be. I would like Jag to have a spring floor, an open parkour area, a hardwood floor. A floor. foam pit would be yeah. nice. Yes. I would, oh, don't get me. But I want Jag to be a community athletic center mm-hmm. for alternative sports and for youth, for youth and adults. Sure. And I want it to foster more competitive-natured um, athletes on island because, personally, I think Bermudian athletic mindset is too relaxed. Yes. And I would like to take the definition of representing Bermuda as one of our goals. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, my own. I would take that off the table and put meddling back on the table as a goal. Representing is something that you should aspire to because you chose to be in that sport. Mm -hmm. What your goal should be is coming home with a medal. And I think um, we need to push more kids into that and through alternative sports. Mm -hmm. We can go, do you know, I don't know if you guys, but because Bermuda never made it a big deal. I've had kids come home with medals for double Dutch before. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, I've had kids come home with tons of medals for uh, jump rope and we don't get a lot of the accolades that, mm-hmm. you know, um, football does, but these kids have represented very well. And Jamila, it is my goal to see 
more kids from JAG be represented on the national gymnastics team and JAG to filter kids into the national jump rope team and continue to be that recreational buffer into higher accolade sports for these kids. Awesome. That's awesome. And I, I mean, I feel like you are on the the road there until COVID, like it with it being yep. in all the schools, you know, it's obvious that there was some support mm-hmm. and it's just about how to get back and what to do in yep. the interim, right? Yeah, That's I what we have had, to figure out. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know it'll had, happen. Yeah, it'll happen. You definitely did. Uh-huh. We definitely, um, we've had some, we've had some great response in the past and that's why, um, Jamila, I did push on with Jag because, and I didn't let it die right? because when jump to be fit fell because of the schools, because of COVID, that was over 10 years worth of work just with a snap. It's just paused Gone. guys. It's just paused. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. It is just paused. And my thing about it is what I want to come from a jag is the rebirth of jump to be fit. Yep. But from the school program, they now have a further recreational program that they're going to go into, which causes the national jump rope team to have a higher um, level of athleticism for anybody to come try and be on the national team. Mm-hmm. Because now you have a school program, you have a recreational program to drag. So when Bermuda goes to represent um, jump rope in the sport globally, we are going to see the, some of the best of our young people because they have all the steps there now laid out in front of them to do and the it. support. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Well, listen, Sienna, I know that you're going to make it happen. Like I said, your the passion for jump rope and for gymnastics, acrobatics is infectious. Um, and I think that the, the more you talk about it, the more it's going to normalize it and more the more people I think will be willing to try it. I surely am. I'm looking forward to when we can Jam- get together. Jamila, we're going to do our sip and flip. <laughs> we are gonna going to do, do the it. sip and flip. We are. I've been talking to your colleagues. Oh, Jerry, you can come. <laughs> okay, honey. <laughs> your incubates and they were into it. And like you said, it's only because of this, this increase in COVID that it is a bit on pause. But I'm looking forward to it. You you gonna see me flip? I'll even let you videotape that, and you can hey, run no. that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, we'll raise funds with that. Uh, yeah. We'll sell tickets. Listen, <laughs> uh, it will definitely be Comedy Central. I'm sure mm. of it. But no, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your passion with us today. I'm glad that you are in the program, and hopefully that by the time it concludes, you would have achieved some of the goals that you set out for the program and for yourself. Um, but certainly we are looking forward to flipping and sipping with you um, mm. at some point. <laughs> awesome. Love it. Thank you guys so much. This was an awesome birthday chat. Yeah. Enjoy the rest Enjoy of your rest awesome of your day. day. <laughs> Thanks ladies so much. And I, I greatly appreciate the BEDC for everything they've been um, able to do for me. So thank you. You're you welcome. are welcome very much, honey. You deserve it. So keep it <laughs> thank up. You. Look for Have it, folks. Day, Look for it. It's Jag, right? How yes. can they contact you, Sienna? Um, yep. So they can find us on Instagram under Jag Athletics. The same okay. thing goes for Facebook. And um, if they want to contact me, all of our information is on there. Awesome. All right. Okay, Take honey care. Bun. Take care. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Bye. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm motivated. Yes. 
I'm motivated. And and you know what? She comes by that honestly. She has a uh, shout out to um, Simone and Bradley, her parents. Uh, they should write a book and teach classes on how to raise awesome, successful kids because they've got they've got it down pat. So <laughs> congrats um, to Sienna. Great to see her so successful. And this is how you mind your business, folks. That's and right. And this is why BEDC does what it does because you just heard that young lady become, you know, a shining light for for probably the whole population that was listening. <laughs> I'll say, yeah, I remember when I used to double dutch. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Back in the day. So, uh, yeah, we did it. One more. We got one more this month. That's right. Jamila. And we'll and be finished we'll be with October. September. Isn't like Christmas around the corner it or something It is. Like that? And we'll have a whole lot of global entrepreneurship stuff to talk we about. Sure I am will. so sure. <laughs> 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 All right, folks. Of course, uh, you've been listening uh, to uh, Mind Your Business That's here right. on a Thursday, this Thursday and every Thursday. And uh, this is where you want to be at four o'clock, because if you don't mind your business, who will? Who will? Thanks for joining us, honey. Thank you for listening to Mind Your Business with BEDC. Bermuda business starts here.